Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. A special election for California's 80th Assembly District will soon be underway. Former Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez announced her departure in January, making way for a new representative. Democrats David Alvarez and Georgette Gomez are running, as well as Republican Lincoln Pickard. Union Tribune political columnist Michael Smolens joins me now to discuss the race. Okay, Michael, well, thank you for joining me. I was hoping we could start uh, just by talking about the district itself. So AD80, you know, represents Bonita, parts of Chula Vista, National City, parts of San Diego. Uh, You know, tell me about this district. What are their needs? And is there anything that, you know, makes them special from the rest of San Diego? Well, it's a a very heavily Democratic district, which is why the two front runners are are Democrats. And it will almost absolutely certainly go to a a Democratic candidate, uh, whoever wins. Um, it's a, kind of a blue collar district, uh, big Hispanic population. Um, so, you know, it differs. It's certainly not La Jolla. The whole demographics and p- political demographics are, are, are much different. Uh, but it's got a strong labor uh, sense down there as well. So before we get into the candidates, whoever wins this race is going to have big shoes to fill. Of course, this uh, this seat was vacated by Lorena Gonzalez. Uh, will you talk more about her and sort of the, the legacy she, she leaves behind? Well, I think it's clear to everyone that's been paying attention. Lorena Gonzalez has established herself as kind of a political force of nature. Uh, she's uh, She was a local labor leader before getting elected to the state assembly. And in the state assembly, she rose very quickly to become the chair of the appropriations committee, a very, it's arguably the most powerful committee there. So she she had a lot of power, and she also gained a national profile with, uh, you know, a, a tax break for uh, for uh, diaper purchases and just other things uh, that really made her both uh, uh, favored among many Democrats and a lightning rod for Republicans and conservatives. Yeah, I mean, that being said, were you surprised when she she left her seat to go work full time in labor? Well, a a little bit. Um, You know, she was sort of at a crossroads. She had planned on running for secretary of state. She was in before anybody else. She had already started raising a lot of money and having big endorsements. But then with a vacancy um, that Governor Newsom had appointed Shirley Weber, who, as you know, is a former assemblywoman in San Diego. And so that kind of preempted Lorena Gonzalez for running because uh, Shirley Weber said she was going to run for re-election. And I just think with the governor behind her and others behind her that, that Lorena Gonzalez saw that wasn't uh, the path for her. And she'll be, she was going to be termed out soon. And like I said, her background was in labor. So it's really not that surprise giving her profile and the kind of legislation she pursued were really you know, uh, labor-oriented issues for working people, as she always points out. Okay, tell me about the candidates. Who is running to replace her? Well, there's Georgette Gomez, a former city council member. She was the city council president. Uh, She also had run for Congress and lost to Sarah Jacobs a couple years ago. Um, So she was in early and she has the endorsement of Lorena Gonzalez, which is no small thing. Lorena Gonzalez, uh, you know, barely had to run re-election campaigns. She was so popular and so powerful in that district. She's running against David Alvarez, another former city council member, uh, who is also very popular in that area. They both served in, in parts of that district. Uh, David Alvarez was on the council, I think, for eight years. He also ran for mayor back in 2013, 2014, but lost to Kevin Faulkner. Uh, so both are, have been very popular with Democrats and with labor organizations. So it, it's quite a matchup. And before I forget, 
There is one other Republican who is sort of an also-ran, or one other candidate, I should say, a Republican, Lincoln Picard. He's not getting much attention. He has run, I think, three times against Lorena Gonzalez. It's a very Democratic district. He's, you know, like I said, sort of an also-ran, a a perennial candidate. But he is the Republican, so he'll siphon off certain votes, uh, and that may make a difference. And how about their endorsements? They both have some impressive endorsements. Of course, Georgette Gomez is... um is endorsed by Lorena Gonzalez. I mean, do you think that makes her a shoo-in? I don't think a shoo-in, but it certainly is an advantage. Uh, I think most people will agree that you would rather have Lorena Gonzalez on your side as opposed to against you. Um, having said that, I don't know how hard Lorena Gonzalez will go after David, but she can bring a lot of resources. You know, she's going to be the head of the California Labor Federation, so you have to assume a lot of labor will go towards Georgette Gomez. But I don't know that it's, it's going to be uniform because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, David Alvarez had a lot of uh, progressive Democrat and uh, Democratic and labor backing. Uh, having said that, it seems to be breaking down a little bit more that he's kind of running more as the business-oriented candidate, uh, and she's more the progressive candidate uh, from, from more of the left. It's a matter of nuance. They're both very liberal, I think, in the classic sense. But uh, Alvarez is getting some backing from certain businesses, and in particular, the this one uh, towing company, Ramos Towing, which has got an independent uh, committee that's uh, campaigning for him. Anything else to know about this election? Well, I think you know they're they're like I said, they're, Alvarez is coming out. I don't want to say a little more conservatively, but more to the center than, than Gomez. Uh, he suggests a, a, taking a tougher hand towards homeless people and in terms of really kind of pushing them into housing and services more than I think the, the city and the region has been doing. Uh, he was a little critical of the governor on uh, the governor's COVID response, thinking uh, that it was just not as uh, consistent as it should have been. And um, one difference is that that he's uh, sort of looking towards Closing the education gap among minorities and white students, uh, shoring that up, along with creating this infrastructure bank. Now, Georgette Gomez, she is campaigning a lot on um, equity and environmental justice, uh, improving the environment in in areas of people that, that are more at risk and lower income. Let's end by hearing directly from Alvarez and Gomez, who were interviewed by the San Diego Union Tribune's editorial board last week. Both candidates take climate change seriously, unlike their Republican challenger, Lincoln Pickard, whom the board did not interview as a result. Pickard ran unsuccessfully for Gonzalez's seat in 2016, 2018, and 2020. Here are the candidates talking about why they want the job. You'll hear from Gomez first, then Alvarez. So I'm extremely excited to be in this campaign right now, even though it's short. Uh, we've been doing a lot of a lot of good work and making sure that the the, the voters in the district are aware that there's a special election. I was very honored to have uh, been able to throw my name in this in this race, uh, a district that I'm far too familiar with. I was born in the district. I had the opportunity to work as a community organizer, as a public policy advocate advancing environmental justice. When I used to work at Environmental Health Coalition, uh, my work actually started in Chula Vista. From there, I moved into National City and then the um, Barry Logan work that I did. And then I got to do some state work in behalf of our South Bay communities to uplift uh, the importance of addressing environmental justice. Uh, From there, I got an opportunity to represent the district as the council district for uh, District 9, council president. Uh, Some of the communities overlapped with the district. And in fact, that's where 
I built my deepest relationship with former Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez, uh, working alongside with her and making sure that we worked closely just to ensure that we were maximizing the opportunities at the state level to resolve some of the issues that we were tackling at the local level, which is why it set it to run. I've, I've had a pretty good um, experience in working with our state legislators from when I was working at EHC to when I was at, at City Hall. I got to work not only with uh, uh, Lorena Gonzalez, I also had the privilege of working with former uh, assembly member Todd Gloria, um, introducing a bill that would allow for more creative uh, policies to address the housing crisis. I also got to work with, uh, at the time was uh, assembly member Tony Atkins, now uh, our state pro tem Tony Atkins, also advancing some of the issues that I got to work with her were, were on environmental justice. So I saw the power that the state had in terms of being able to address local issues um, from when I was doing organizing to when I was at City Hall. And uh, this is why I'm, I'm extremely excited because there's such a great synergy and nexus of what the state can do and should be doing to address some of our critical issues that we're tackling here at the local level. And some of the issues that I want to continue working on are similar issues that I was working at when I was at City Hall, which is, you know, continue to tackle the housing crisis, specifically the affordability side of things, um, continuing to advance uh, on climate crisis, but really center uh, two things in that conversation. One is the environmental justice. And then the other is um, the impacts that could have on as we're transitioning to cleaner air, um, cleaner energy generation, uh, making sure that we're centering the workers that could get impacted. Um, and then, you know, the other one is tackling uh, our income inequality. I mean, we, we I think uh, uh, poverty is the, 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 the true uh, 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 critical issue that we're starting to see it grow. Um, and that impacts a lot in terms of not being able to pay uh, one's rent, not being able to afford quality food and health care and many other issues. So we really need to address um, income inequality, especially because we saw it in during COVID uh, that South Bay got hit significantly from high unemployment to actually COVID cases. Um, and there's a lot to unravel within that, but I think there's an opportunity to do a lot at the state level to truly center um, all of these issues, plus many others. I'm running for the state assembly because I'm worried about what kind of California we're leaving for our kids. That's why I ran for office before, as I was starting my family at that point uh, for city council. Um, and I successfully served for eight, eight years, two full terms on the San Diego City Council. And I'm concerned about the state, as now my kids are in middle school now and in elementary school. California is becoming very expensive. Homelessness is out of control. We're spending more money than ever before, and the problem isn't getting any better. Uh, services continue to be out of reach for the people that need them the most. And our communities want some positive change and they want representation in Sacramento that reflects community values and people who are from this community working hard to, uh, to raise a family, to uh, make a living and, and just to exist. Um, I come from a background as a teenager of being very focused on service to others because of my faith and my upbringing. Uh, I started working at the age of 15 as a health educator and I became a community leader. Uh, and again, in 2010, I did run for the uh, city council um, with not a lot of support, not a lot of institutional support, not a lot of uh, big names supporting me, but the community was behind me. 
uh, and I proudly served for those uh, eight years. Uh, and people were tired of the city, in that case, ignoring their problems. And I think people are tired of the state uh, not doing enough to, to resolve some of these critical issues. So I want to make sure that we focus on what the state should be focusing on. One, education. It is what led me and many, many others into the middle class. Um, we have an education system that over the last two years, if you were in private school and you had enough money, your kids are probably doing okay. But for the vast majority of people who have kids in public schools, uh, we've seen the achievement gap grow, kids falling behind, and we need a historic investment in our public education to make sure that that doesn't continue. Um, also, we've been hearing a lot of promises, and that's one of the things that I really uh, uh, dislike about politicians and just generally people say, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And people will tell you this at the door when you're talking to them. Oh, politicians just come around asking for the votes and then they don't get things done. I have a record of getting things done uh, in uh, on the council in San Diego. And one thing we've heard about a lot is this uh, university in Chula Vista for, for decades. Those of us that are San Diegans, we've been hearing about this. But Honestly, no real significant forward progress has occurred on that front. Um, I'm publicly stating that uh, I will make sure that this university campus comes to fruition, as we did with the San Ysidro Library, which was the oldest in the San Diego system, now the newest, latest state-of-the-art library uh, that I helped lead and, and make happen. The parks that we built uh, in a very park-deficient part of San Diego, South San Diego, very park-deficient. Um, new parks are going up. We got new parks built. Um, Cesar Solis Park being the prime example, but many, many others. And so uh, I want to get things done when I'm in Sacramento. Education is at the top of the priority. Homelessness, uh, mental health issue uh, issues are, are uh, top of mind. Uh, we see crime increasing, violent crime specifically in San Diego, uh, National City in Chula Vista. And those are issues that we need to address. That's all we have for today. The special primary election for AD80 takes place April 5th. Thanks for listening.